0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Reign20's podcast. Today we have on with us Nurse Tara Adeshev. I am so excited because Nurse Tara is here to talk with us about all things skin, injectables, lasers, Botox, all that fun stuff. You know, one of my favorite topics. Thank you so much for being here, Nurse Tara. We're so excited to have you. Of course. I'm super excited to chat with you guys. Yay! This is gonna be so fun. Um, I, my questions are like so detailed, and I'm sure as we get into it, I'm gonna be like, "But wait, tell me more about that. Tell me more about that." So I love it. I love it. I'm so excited. Let's get started. Nurse Tara, go ahead. Introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you. Where you're from. How old you are. And what got you into this line of work? Sure, absolutely. So I'm from New
2: York, and I am 30 years old. And I've always loved aesthetics. Um, I've always wanted to be a nurse, and I kind of just had to find the right transition. So I was an OR trauma nurse for six and a half years before I started with Dr. Neinstein, announced the plastic surgery in his operating room. And slowly but surely I transitioned into the more aesthetic side and the non-surgicals and the lasers and the Botox and all that fun stuff uh, that coincides with plastic surgery. So it just it's always been a passion of mine. It's always been like such a true love. Um, and then integrating skincare was just like an added bonus and I'm such a skincare junkie whether it's Sephora or wherever I'm shopping like I love to be in the know of like the latest and the greatest
1: love that yeah you're definitely speaking Julia's love language (laughs) language. she's constantly looking things out putting things in her cart and like she's the type that she's like okay all of my money will go to skincare. <laughs> um,
0: well, I, had, I had such bad acne for like so many years of my life. And I mean, when it's your face, like it's your, your face is the first thing that people see. It's like, it's your calling card. And so after dealing with like such bad acne for so long and feeling so out of control of it, like that just sent me down a whole path. And now I'm now I'm just obsessed. And now it's a joy and like fun and relaxing rather than like stressful or like how it used to be.
2: Yeah. And knowledge is power. The more you know, and the more you dabble, I say, like the more, you know, what works for your skin, what doesn't. And, you know, I do think some in some capacity, you have to go ahead and you have to, you know, try all these this stuff out before you find what works for your skin before it really is going to be better. And like you said, it's Literally the first thing people see, you want it to glow, you want it to be like not remembered because that is kitschy, but you do you want people to be like, Wow, that girl has great skin.
1: I do want people to say that. (laughs) I do. Yeah. And it's it's so crazy because Julia and I talk about all the time. Like it's so interesting how a lot of times our places where we've either had insecurities in the past um or maybe do right now, like are so top of mind for us. Like, I'll tell Julia, of course, like I trust me, I do not enjoy like blemishes or any of the things but like my insecurities stem from such different places still body image related but just like other areas of my body so it's just interesting how we lead with stuff like that or it can be the first thing that we notice and kind of just how we carry that into other areas. But I'm curious, Nurse Tara, with all things, like I feel like body image overall, self-image is very top of mind for a lot of people, especially right now. It's become a bigger part of the conversation. You work in an office that specializes in plastic surgery and injectables, and there's obviously some stigma still around all these things in the media. So we'd love to hear like your take on it and part of the reasons why you love providing services like that. And how totally. you be empowering. No, absolutely. So I would say the pandemic really has
2: aided and like such a growth to this industry. Um, there's obviously still stigma with plastic surgery, Botox injectables, but people are sitting on Zoom or you know, FaceTimes all day long and they're staring at themselves all day long. And the last thing you want to do is like get on that Zoom and be like, oh, I can see that blemish, or I don't like the way you know my cheekbones look or whatever it might be. And people are so much more apt to. Um, you know, want to change that and better themselves, which is a huge bonus. So I would say like, that's a huge, that's a huge aspect. Um, but I think that the fact that people are talking about it more makes it, you know, easier to get away from that stigma and make it well known, like this is preventative, especially people in their 20s. Like you don't want to be my line is always nobody should know what you've done. They should just be like, wow, she looks really refreshed. And part two to that is Nobody wants to look like our grandmothers. We love them to death and even our moms. Like my mom will be the first one to tell you, I wish I knew that I could have done this earlier, but you know, it's starting, it's all about prevention, it's all about education. And so I always joke, I'm like, we could post pretty girls on my Instagram all day long. And obviously it's a good mix but you have to like educate. Why should you come to us rather than going to the med spa down the street? Like it's all education and and the whys. And I think that really has changed the stigma.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I love, I'm going to include Nurse Tara's Instagram in the show notes, but I love all like the videos you do that really do explain like, okay, this is how this works. And this is like why someone might want to do this instead of just you see like, you know, before after pictures or just after pictures and like people aren't so open about what they're doing and why they're doing it. And and I love that education is such a big part of your take on it because if you're understanding like why someone's doing something and like why it might benefit them, like then you, we all have more understanding.
2: Absolutely. And I also think the minute that, you know, I'm going to call it an influencer or celebrity talks about what they're doing. They're like, wow, so-and-so is doing it. Like it brings, it's such a to such like a natural level Mm. that it makes it, you know, more obtainable in that capacity.
0: Yeah, 100%. So first, I want to talk about lasers because like I said, I'm obsessed with skincare, but I've never had any kind of laser treatment before. Um, Oh, you have to come see us. I know, but I see that you do them all the time and I'm like, wow, I bet my skin would be so glowy after one of those. So uh, what are some of like the hottest lasers that you're using right now? What are some of the best ones that you would recommend for women in their 20s? Maybe if they don't have like a specific targeted issue, but they just want to be preventative about their skin and like get that glowy look that you get when I see every client walk out of your office oh I love that um so we really have strategized to get like the best no
2: downtime or next to no downtime laser um you know minimal pain minimal discomfort so we really strategized to get when we got the Lutronic Ultra so we have that laser in office it's the best for I joke it's best for everything but realistically it's for pores and acne scars and active acne and red spots and sun damage when we spend too much time in Montauk like it's going to erase that sun damage even you know perfect glowy skin 23 year old has like the best part is though it's stimulating collagen so you're already doing prevention as you're getting glowing skin so it's working together for all the things we want it's good for any skin type and depending on your pain level I always tell people it's really not painful you'll feel spicy for like 90 minutes after you leave us but it's no different than you know a wax uh laser hair like it's so doable and the results are so worth it and I always joke I'm like I went to school for medicine for nursing like medicine like I'm not a salesperson it works. And like, it's changed my skin and that's really how got started.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so powerful. And I think it's, it's really cool. Like, I think there's nothing like more, I guess, tangible than when you hear someone say like, I literally tried it. It works for me. <laughs> These are all the things and like to yeah. really be able to, you know, believe in a product that, although you're not maybe, Being a direct salesperson, like, still something that you do day to day that you really do believe in, Um, and I think that that really shows, like, when people are talking about products or treatments, whatever it may be. But you mentioned that that's that you feel like you would recommend for an all-around type of thing. Would you say that would be it for like someone experiencing acne or someone with acne scars as well? Absolutely. So
2: it gets down to a cellular level. It's Lutronic Ultra. It's using thulium gas to get yeah. deep into the skin cells. So it's working from the inside out. Um, my you know, recommendation is to do that something gentle, especially starting out at a young age. Um, a Fraxel is an ablative laser. The Lutronic we have in our office is a non-ablative. So think about it as you're stimulating those collagen cells and elasticity cells underneath the skin to really work starting in your 20s. That way it benefits you, you know, lifelong. So that being said, it's doing that cell turnover for those people who have acne. Even the ice pick acne, it helps. It's not going to help right away. I always tell people this. You might need to do it. You know, I tell people do it three or four times a year religiously, just as maintenance. And over time, the more collagen you simulate, the better those you know act, active acne will be and those acne scars.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. You just answered my next question. Cause I was just going to ask you like, how many times do you have to do it? So for most clients, you would just recommend like it, like be like a quarterly kind of treatment. Exactly. So you compare it with Botox is usually my recommendation is like, when you schedule your Botox, schedule it,
2: your laser, And then in between, make sure you are getting regular facials and keeping up on normal skin maintenance. This is just an additive. Um, and it really brings it to the next level because it is getting to a cellular level. So that this like really trumps anything else, I would say even home remedies because you nothing's gonna be able to get this deep. Um, So three to four times a year for the average person, anyone who's looking to target really like active acne, acne, do three sessions in the first three months after starting and then just continue it as maintenance
0: amazing oh I love the detail thank you so much and I love hearing about how it works because also you hear like all these buzzwords all the time like collagen lasers and then you're like okay but like what even is all of that exactly it totally makes sense you're like oh okay I understand why this works now because it's like stimulating that collagen which is the thing that keeps us looking like plump and young and beautiful exactly yeah no absolutely And that's one things that I always stress when
2: people come to see me is I want you to know the why. I want you to know why we're doing this and why you need it. Or if you don't need something such as, you know, maybe you don't have crow's feet and you don't need to do Botox right here. Like, why am I telling you wait till the next time? Like people should know what they're getting and why they're getting it and why I'm telling them, you know, what's good, what's bad, what's, you know, indifferent.
0: A hundred percent. Speaking of that, let's move on to Botox. This is the question that I am so the number one question I'm excited to ask you about because I feel like I hear so many different things, but I think I'm going to know your answer based on now what you've been saying. So I've heard some people are like, get preventative Botox, like get it younger before you like really need it. And then I've heard some people be like, no, wait until you absolutely need it. Cause it like could weaken the muscles or something. I don't know. So that's why we have you nurse Tara. So what is your take on it? When do you think is kind of like the best time to start Botox? If that's something that somebody's interested in doing?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So you said it perfectly. That little last thing is when someone's interested means that they're usually ready. So I always tell people, you know, you can ask me a million questions, but until you're really ready, like. You don't have to do anything. Even if you want to come and chat with me, like I want you to, again, I want you to be comfortable in what, in what we're doing. Um, So that's key. Part two is that it's similar to going to the gym and doing a squat. You go to the gym and you know that the more squats you do, the more your butt's going to plump. Unfortunately, all facial muscles, the more you strengthen them, the more they're going to plump. And the more that they plump, the more that they're going to be able to visibly weaken the skin. That being said, the weakening of the skin is the hills and valleys, let's say on your forehead. So when you raise up and you have hills and valleys, that's the skin weakening from overuse. It's normal. It's genetic. It's nothing that's like the end of the world, but that's when you start to know that, okay, maybe I should think about doing Botox because I want to stop that muscle from weakening my skin. When you start at a younger age, maybe within the first year or two of seeing this movement, that's going to ensure you that you're not going to have permanent lines and wrinkles. Someone who's in like 35, 45, who has been doing the same motion in their forehead or around their eyes and they haven't gotten anything, it's really, really hard to reverse that. So when it really bothers you and your makeup's sunny in it is usually when that people start.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so good to know. I, saying. I agree with, with you, um, about in terms of like what the right time is. So this is incredibly helpful because I think even with our friends, like, I, I don't want to say that we joke around because I think we're all kind of like very much serious, but we're like, Oh, I want to do it. But like, I don't know where to start or I don't know if it's right. Or, you know, and I think a lot of people are shy myself included of like getting a consult to any extent because it's like oh I don't want to waste someone's time or you know what if they I just love the way you approach this in general because you don't feel pushy like I think you really it shows that within your practice like you really make it a point to make people feel comfortable and be making an empowered decision versus like forcing them in one way or another and I think that's a really beautiful trait to have because it makes you feel like the person on the other end really does have your best interest I don't know if this is a good question to ask what I'm going to ask anyway, and you feel free to answer. However, I think another hesitation, especially with people in their twenties is the financial factor, just because we're all still figuring the things out. (laughs) So is there like a targeted range that something like Botox normally is, or is there like a more affordable route you would recommend for someone to start who might not just like have the means right away, but it's important to them?
2: Of course. No, totally. And it's definitely like a factor that I've taken. I joke, but like, I want to be like your big older sister. I want you to be like, listen, like you really need the Botox or you really don't. And like, obviously it's in my best interest at the end of the day to be like, yeah, everyone should get Botox and lasers and fillers and yada, yada. But I also want you to be able to come back to me and be like, Tara's really telling the truth or you know what, I'm glad I did the Botox because yeah, I don't have the wrinkles. Um, My perfect example is one of my best friends. She was 23 and she started and she's so expressional. And I was like, listen, like I'm doing this. You should really start thinking about it. And she will tell everyone and anyone. She's my biggest fan, like on a regular basis. And she's 26. Like she's like, I'm so glad I did it. I don't have those lines that I definitely would have seen if I didn't start. And Tara was my pushy older sister and she told me to do it. So that's like a factor. And listen, I get the price point and it it is pricey and something to keep up with. At the end of the day, I tell people, track what you're spending on skincare. And if you're spending, and listen, we're all creatures of habit and we want to buy the same thing and we all kind of get sucked into the Sephora salespeople, but really think about how much, you know, that um, best skin lotion is. Do you need three of them from three different brands? Or, you know, if you're spending $50 on just one lotion, you know, when you're buying it multiple times a year, that's an area of Botox, hypothetically. So I tell people to prioritize also that way. Um, because everything looks better on a fun smooth skin. And as much as people all over the internet and all over social media would love to say, like, listen, this does what Botox does, it doesn't. So mm. think about what's important is key. And also, you know, off the bat, you don't have to do a full face. Mm. What do most people do that? Yes, but you don't need to. And if you're like, listen, Tara, I can't string it, we don't do it it's totally okay. I'm never offended. And I want you to be able to talk to me about it and, you know, talk it out.
0: Oh, I really love that. And you really do I, like you have such big sister energy <laughs> and I really appreciate it. Cause I feel like, you know, it, you want, when you're going to any kind of practitioner, you want someone that's going to be honest with you. And I think that that's totally. like not always the easiest to find. So this is like the sales pitch for nurse tower because she wraps. Oh, um, oh, thanks guys. Of course. No, I just love your energy and I love i i love how honest you are about everything and how much you like i said it before how much you put on like education and really breaking it all down so it's understandable to people because it at the end of the day it is a medical practice and like we didn't all go to nursing school or medical school or, and for a lot of us I know it can feel like okay that's I'm interested in this this is something I might want to get done but I feel like I don't understand it well enough to know if it's right for me when it's right for me how much I should be doing or how much I shouldn't be doing so to have someone that you can really go to with these questions and trust is so important especially like we said before when you're doing stuff on your face which is one of the most important things that we have and like everyone is yeah. thinking about their face all the time or their bodies all the time. So to to have someone that you trust to go to with this kind of stuff, I feel like is probably one of the most important things when you're starting out this kind of journey.
2: Absolutely. And as master coming off, like I know every, there's a million and one single people, female and males, like you want to feel your best. Forget like what people really think of you. Like if you don't feel good in your own skin, like you're not going to be the most confident person out there um, to sell yourself. And that speaks volumes. A hundred percent.
0: Everybody knows that Brenna and I are super big on habits and having and maintaining habits that help us live our best lives. And sometimes we need a little help tracking those habits so that we can make sure we're staying on top of things in order to reach our goals, whatever our goals may be. And that's why today we're talking about Noom. Noom is a great tool to help you track your habits in order to reach your health and wellness goals, whatever they may be, if you have them, which if you don't all good. But if you have a health or wellness goal, Noom is a great tool to help you out. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. And again, This is so personal and Noom understands that everybody's goals are unique and what works for someone else might not work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible. It focuses on progress and not perfection, which we love, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that is comfortable and right for you, whatever those goals may be. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A. How do you know like how much to start with? Let's say like you're going and you've saved up for it and you can kind of like spend here or there. How do you know like what is the right place to start? Is that something that you just would go through with whoever your nurse is? Yeah, absolutely. On, like, so needs? we
2: do a totally. So if you were coming to me and say, listen, my forehead lines bother me. I have a full blown conversation with you because I want you to be making a normal expression without me asking you to. So it's very, um, you know, generic expression. That being said, after that, I just say, hey, so really force to make a mean face, which is in between your eyebrows, really raise your forehead, which is your forehead lines, and really close your eyes tight. That's your crow's feet. After that, we talk about pricing. So that, what I just named those three areas are your, your full face. Um, and then we kind of go through and I say, this is a price point. It's a thousand dollars for your full face, 400 in area. If this sounds good to you, great. If you're like, I don't want to swing this, let's do in between your forehead or your glabella area and your forehead muscle, your frontalis. It's kind of, it's kind of you know up to the person, up to their anatomy, also what they need. I also ask you, do you want movement? Do you not want movement? Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, anyone who's coming to me the first to like first time, really through three, I say I'm gonna give you movement. I'd rather you come back and see me. We offer a complimentary dose adjustment. I want you to feel comfortable with what we're doing. And I want you to be able to have expression. Typically, I don't want a 25-year-old or 26-year-old or really anyone of that age group saying, oh, I'm frozen like Elsa. Like, that doesn't look natural.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That totally makes sense. And then once you start doing Botox, how often is it recommended to maintain it?
2: Yeah. So I tell people to come back before you have full movement back, whether that's three or four months. Um, The FDA clears three to six. I mean, we've been in masks
0: for so long. I feel people
2: like people are so expressional, and that's bringing back like the forehead muscles, the eye muscles, this whole general section. I would say, and working out really plays a factor. Your metabolism plays a factor of how Mm -hmm. fast you're going to go through it and how strong your muscles are. Most people I tell come back in like the the four four to five months month range their first time. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. No, that's super interesting. Um, kind of on in, within the same vein, I guess. But um, for filler, which is also incredibly popular, what do you think are some of like the biggest mistakes that people make when it comes to like any sort of injectables or fillers?
2: Um, i think not doing your research and going this is a price point thing and i know it's hard and we've all been in in these shoes but like save until you go to someone who's reputable Mm -hmm. as much as a person on your block looks great they have great advertising it doesn't mean they're their best injector and you don't know their credentials um you could come to me and be like listen i really hate um you know a round face and the solution to that could be multiple things but If someone's looking to make a deal or if someone's looking to, you know, just do an easy fix, they might not give you the best option. And I don't like to, you know, talk about about other injectors, but at the end of the day, the only thing we're taught in nursing school is the patient is number one. And it doesn't matter what practice you're in. So being honest and being truthful and being like, listen, come back when you have whatever you need for the two syringes because that's truthfully what you're gonna need. I always tell patients is you know, really
0: important to me. Yeah, that's so important. And For someone who is coming in for like the first time, other than, you know, kind of having an idea of the financial factor, how would you suggest that they like prepare for their appointment? Do you like when people bring you in pictures? What's the best way to go into your first appointment with somebody?
2: So it's really important to avoid Advil and alcohol for 24 to 48 hours, especially lips. These are things that thin your blood and you don't want to bleed and bruise more than you have to. Um, So that's key. And then, yeah, if people want to show me pictures or, um, you know, scroll through Instagram and tell me about like realistic expectations. Um we talk a lot about filters and we talk a lot about um you know what work could have been done or what face tune was already applied to this to make it the most realistic you know at the end of the day I always talk to people you know I know people want to start small and I want you to start small. I want you to gradually grow into you know this whole aesthetic world but you also don't want to spend money and not see anything when you walk out like that's the world's worst feeling. So we talk about what's achievable and what's you know kind of reality and not reality.
1: Yeah, that's so important. I do think that that's a difficult aspect of everything when it comes to filters is it it really does make it difficult for people to be like, oh, wait, I, I don't look like that. And then having an expectation too, that, you know, whether it's an influencer or a celebrity shares, you know, this is what I do. And then they go and get something done. They're like, wait, but I don't look like that. And just having that realistic tone to everything, I think makes all the difference. Um, and do you talk about with your clients, like, if they were to show you something and maybe in your professional opinion and honest opinion, you're like, mm, that feels like it would be a lot. Do you share that with them? Or how does that conversation kind of go? Or do you do it because it's what they like? Um, how does that work?
2: Yeah, no, I definitely show them because it's easier to kind of talk someone into something or versus out of something, you know, in the moment, than two weeks after when it's done and settled and they're like, you know what, I don't like this. Um, so we we talk about pros and cons. We talk about if we do filler, you know, this could happen in your cheeks. If you do filler in your lips, this could happen. If we do more than one syringe in your lips, which I never do in one sitting, these are the side effects. I talk about adverse reactions all the time, not to scare people, but just to make you aware of like, I'm not telling you no just because I have nothing, because I don't want to help you. I'm telling you no because it's not in your best interest.
1: Yeah. No, that's so important. And you did mention this before. And I'm like, did I mishear her? Let me just ask. This is the least area of expertise for me. It's way more (laughs) Julia's love and passion. When you said um, in terms of, I don't know if it was Botox or filler, but about having a round face, I've always been incredibly insecure about the shape of my face. And so is, are those things for more than just wrinkles? Like they can also be for defining your face?
2: Totally. I people come in and I would probably say from like an age group from like 25 to 45, that's a huge thing that I get is about round face. Lips and round faces are what I hear all day long. And it's all about where you place it and like what look you're trying to achieve. And it's amazing what a little bit of filler um, added to like adjust the cheekbone area to help lift. Um, really helps to give you that contoured snatch look, along with, sometimes it's jawline filler, sometimes you just need a little Botox in your masters to help with that grinding and clenching of your master muscle, which is gonna be
1: kind of like a half
2: a foot golf ball kind of protruding. And once that Botox kicks in, same thing, it relaxes this muscle on your forehead, once you relax relax the muscle in your master, it slims that jawline too without having to do filler. Um, and I always suggest that to people who are looking to, you know, get a little more contour. People will hear filler and they're like, no, 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 I don't want to put it in my cheeks, I already have around cheek or around cheeks, I don't want a chubby face. Um, and they're always habitually amazed at what it really can do. Wow.
0: That's so good to know. See, I'm glad I asked. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. ask all the questions. For someone who maybe can't come to see you, Nurse Tower, like they don't live in New York, maybe for someone somewhere else in the country, you mentioned credentials before and like really knowing who you're going to. What are some credentials that someone should look for if they're going in for their first appointment with someone and they can't come to the best of the best, which is you? Oh, thank you.
2: But realistically, you want to look for are they a registered nurse or they a nurse practitioner? Both are great. but It's really how they were trained. Like I went to a course. Um, very first when I wanted to do this. And then I was trained by Dr. Nysteen fully, um, day in and day out. That's what I learned from. So I have people actually call and say like, Hey, who was she trained by? What products does she use? Does she do trainings with these products? The best trainings I get are always one-on-one support from these companies, whether it's Allergan who makes Botox or Galderma who makes Dysport and Restylane products or Merge for radius and, you know, Balatero is like not ads, but like, these are great products. And unless you're properly trained on them by these companies, you're not going to be a well-rounded instructor. Um, you know, you're a well-rounded injector, I'm sorry. And then being instructed on how to use these products, where to place them is key. So those are questions I would ask when you're calling. Um, you can also do a consult with me. I do consults with people all over the country via FaceTime, via Zoom. And the, we'll kind of go through what they would need if they come and see me or what they would desire. And if I'm able to help them and connect with someone that I personally know, I do it all day long. That way you have word math. Also look awesome. at their Instagram and their social media.
0: Yes, that's huge. I love seeing like the before and afters because especially when, like you said, like you want it to be noticeable, but you still want it to look like natural. And I love seeing yours because they're like, oh, I noticed the difference, but like it doesn't look like a totally different person. You're just like a more enhanced, glowy version of them.
2: Yeah. You should look like you went to the spa. No one should be able to tell you got, you know, cheek, chin, jaw, Botox, like whatever filler, whatever Botox areas. Like nobody should ever know. I love it. Except maybe your best friend.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Who's like "Hmm, something's different.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um. So for anyone that is like me and doesn't really know which skincare products are best for them, I guess just to since you can't see our listeners, um, what are some of your favorite skincare products that you're obsessed with right now?
2: Of course, I love um, is clinical face wash. I think that starting your skin fresh is super, super important. Along with like the LMS um, bomb. Those are my daily go-to's for a clean face. I just feel better when my face is like squeaky clean. Mm. And then I'm really into, you know, mixing vitamin C for brightening for the, anyone who has those sunspots or just wants a brighter, brighter complexion um, with a little moisturizer. I am on the go always. So I like to keep it very easy, making sure I'm using key products. Um, and then lastly, like I love my moisturizer is Ole Henriksen. And it's thick. especially, you need to know your skin type. I also think that's very important because then that's going to be able to help you choose your products. And finding a good esthetician along with a good nurse injector is like the other half. And shoot that that person's my other half because they know your skin just as well as I do. Mm,
0: I love it. Um, now I'm like just itching for a facial. <laughs> I want one <laughs> yeah, so The best. Like, there's nothing like that clean feeling. Oh my God.
2: Absolutely.
0: Nurse Hart, thank you so much. This has been so educational and informative. I'm so glad that you came to talk to us. We just have two little last questions for you. Of course. Before we let you go, if you could give yourself one skincare tip uh, when you were in your earlier 20s, what would you, what tip would you have given your earlier 20s self?
2: so it's a it's a tie don't pick your acne ever and i still tell myself this on a daily (laughs) basis um and wear sunscreen every single day even if you really want that tan you can get a great spray tan you wear your sunscreen
1: Yeah. All good tips. I feel like everyone in their twenties needs to consistently hear that. Mm. I will literally text really like if there's like a pimple, I really am like dying to touch. I will literally send her a picture and I'll be like, please remind me not to touch this.
0: <laughs> literally. i in the morning, oh, in
1: God. the moment. All <laughs> of <laughs> us. I got it.
0: Yeah. I have like, I've had the worst acne for so many years and like, I, st- I still have acne scars that I'm dealing with and I still pick my stupid yeah, pimples. I know, like I know. why it's so hard it's so hard
1: (laughs) but they're they're good tips
0: um and then
1: the last question is where can people find you so whether they want to chat with you connect with you or whether they want to make an appointment with
2: you of course, so 9C plastic surgery with Dr. Ryan 19 is um, right next to Bergdorf, so very dangerous location, but you can come in and see us there, but you can connect with me on Instagram, I'm at nurseterra at NYC and on TikTok at Nurse NYC, you can shoot me an email, all my info is there, um, so yeah, absolutely, I would love to see and talk to anyone and, you know, just help educate. I hope to see you both in the office.
0: Oh my God. Um, (laughs) Next time I'm back in New York, I'm coming in. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you so much, Nersara. This was so fun. I will link all of that in the show notes so that everybody can connect with you. And goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roaring 20s podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring 20's podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With, with love, Brenda, Brenda and Julia.